Welcome to a new episode of Coconut Oil Stardust and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela. And um, if you've been tuning into this podcast often, I typically am talking about like things that have to do with astrology, um, giving you quarterly forecasts, things of that nature. Um, We also tackle a bit of mental health coming from my background as a clinical therapist. So there's a lot of different topics that we kind of cover. I like to kind of get into for a little bit more of 2022 things that I guess more so have to deal with us building new philosophies and the way we're thinking because that seems to be something that is on the forefront of conversation often Um, whether it be conversation on social media or just general conversation that we're having one-on-one with our friends and in our personal environment so I don't know. A lot of times I come on here and just kind of talk about things that I see, conversations that I see. And I I typically don't even come to record anything until I've seen like the same topic, the same conversation, maybe like two or three times. And then I'm like, wait a minute. There is a frequency here. There's something that we need to see. There's something that we need to kind of process and go over and talk about like get us a little bit of conversation going so today I wanted to this is kind of maybe twofold I wanted to talk about soft spaces because that's a conversation that's coming up where I'm seeing a lot of women specifically black women talk about wanting to find soft spaces and not be so strong all the time. But it kind of sort of goes along with a conversation I saw today on an Instagram account where it was talking about um, a, a woman had posted a pastor um, talking about God and suffering and sometimes you being in the inferno and God has made you fireproof and how there was a discussion that stemmed from that saying oh I don't want to be that strong anymore so I wanted to kind of look at that because we live in a world of seemingly opposites right so we have up down light dark you know start stop that kind of thing where it seems entirely basic and elementary. Then we have things like divine feminine and divine masculine. And people are still misconstruing these concepts because these things are not opposites. Man, man isn't the opposite of woman. A man is a compliment to a woman. Divine feminine isn't the opposite of divine masculine. It's a compliment. Because when we're dealing with divine feminine and divine masculine energy, 
both men and women possess that energy. And so we have kind of come to this space. I see where everything is contrary or some type of challenge or something that makes things harder. There's always some type of fight or need to assert the self. And what's interesting to me is that it's so con- it's so I guess contrary or maybe hypocritical. I don't know the word I want to look for, but you have black women who say I want to be softer. I want these soft spaces, but they constantly assert that almost in an aggressive way. It doesn't make any sense. So I wanted to kind of talk about that because um, the title of this is soft spaces don't mean that there's no suffering. I keep seeing these posts. It's like, I want this life that's sweet and peaceful with no stress. That's not even realistic. And when you read, I'm not even saying religious doctrine. I'm saying even Eastern philosophy, which kind of gets misappropriated on a regular basis. When you actually study these things for what it is and you don't try to morph it into your own personal agenda, these philosophies talk about the fact that suffering exists. It just, it, it just is. It's a part of life. Everything isn't going to go great. Everything isn't going to be peaceful. Everything isn't going to go off without a hitch. There are going to be challenges. There are going to be rough spots. There are going to be peaks and there are going to be valleys. There are going to be times where stuff goes really, really wonderfully. And then there are going to be times where It just feels like you're just in pure hell. That's life, right? But we also have choices. And now there's just whole movements. Like, I want to be soft. I don't want to struggle. I don't want any stress. Those are great things to strive for. But the way that that conversation comes across, and this could just be the way I'm reading it, but I'm constantly seeing it. The way that that conversation comes across, it's almost very passive. It's like, I want this soft life to happen to me. There's no other end of that conversation that says what you are doing to create that life for yourself, right? So... Just even a small breakdown. I want less stress. That's a great goal. I mean, we all deserve a little less stress. So what are we doing towards that less stressful life, right? What does that look like? Who are you? Are you stressful? Like if you're stressful, dramatic, contrary, angry, frustrated, depressed all the time you saying I want a less stressful life where are you creating that where are you creating that that space or are you expecting someone else to create the space for you so you can walk into it and luxuriate it's not the way it goes we have things like karma and we have things like free will 
and and sometimes shit happens. And that kind of gets into what the pastor was saying. He was saying, you know, there are fires and sometimes you are going to have to go through the fire to get to the other side, but God can make you fireproof. And there were a couple people on there that were saying, well, I don't like this perspective because I've been assaulted or I've been victimized. Right. And it's, I just, it's hard to have conversation these days without people asserting their wounds and using that as the caveat for everything. We know And I'm just going to press the pause button. Boop. We know that there are people who have been victimized, assaulted, physically assaulted, sexually assaulted. We can name the gamut. Um, Robbed, beaten, abused. We know these things happen. But by and large, when we're having general conversation You have to realize that that is not the bar by which we have this general conversation, right? And so when we have general conversation, there are caveats. There are these little lanes that we can kind of go down and say, this is the general conversation, but these other things may have happened. And so they may kind of... uh, you know, turn the way that we have this conversation, we might have to like pause and have this other little piece over here, right? It doesn't minimize what a person has gone through if they've gone through those horrendous things, but you've just got to know that there, there are caveats, right? And so no one's necessarily leaving you out of the conversation. It's just that the conversation needs to be had a little differently, But one of the things that kind of came up on that post, and it was my thought exactly, and I was like, "Ah, I don't feel like I have to jump into this post. I see people are already speaking to that, is the fact that suffering exists in life, right? And when you read these philosophies and actually read them for comprehension and understanding and application, With an unbiased mind, like you're reading them because you would actually like to learn something new. And and I don't see people doing that a lot. People do it. I might need to pivot more towards where those folks are. Because I see a lot of contrary in today's society. People just wanting to be challenging for no damn reason. Here's the key. God never promised that there would be no suffering. That was never the promise. That was never the idea. And I'm not talking about the Christian God. I'm talking about God, period. When you look at God across the spectrum in any type of spiritual way, spiritual or religious way, I've never really seen a doctrine or philosophy that says that God says, if you do this, everything's going to be great and you will never have a problem again. That's like, that's just, it's not realistic because you may be doing wonderfully acting with integrity, um, following codes, but then there's this other person over here who is a piece of shit and they exert their free will. God gave everybody the opportunity to assert their free will. 
It's about choices. This is this is very much like parenting, right? You have parents who good parents. <laughs> like they they do the right thing. They're getting up, they're working, they're taking care of their kids, they're they're there, they're present. You could still have one one seed that chooses to just do what they want despite the environment in which they were raised. That's free will. They're choosing to do those things because they really don't have to. That's their persona. That's who they are. That's how they came onto this earth to like, that's the person they are for however long they're choosing to be that person. So you've got this free will that gets exerted. And this is where you have to ask for the covering. You have to ask for the protection. You have to ask for those things, right? And it doesn't mean that because you didn't ask for them that you don't deserve the protection. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that these things are available, you know, and also here comes this free will. We're always on what I call a crash course collision with somebody else's free will. Somebody else is on a crash course collision with with yours. We're, We're all in this space and subjected to somebody else's free will. And that's the unfortunate part. But the free will can be that they choose to do great things and stuff works out wonderfully after, you know, whatever they do. Or they could be a piece of shit and exert their free will that way. We always think of these things in the negative way. People assert assert their free will all the time in very positive ways. And we reap the benefits of that. And so there's always this, but there's always this space of suffering exists, right? And so this is where strength comes in. But I think we are in this space where we are revising philosophies, um, where we are doing away with things that no longer make sense in the scheme of where we are, where we're going, things that we might have outgrown. We're actually kind of overturning things for no reason, right? There's a space where you need to know how to endure. You have to know how to get through. You have to. Because some for 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 most for the most part I mean, if you stop and you stand still and you get stuck, I mean, it's a choice, but if you stop and you just get stuck, you haven't endured, you haven't come through, right? And it's nobody else's job to pull you through. It's your job to pull yourself through. Now, some people go through very hellish periods where it's like, good Lord, Back to back, thing after thing after thing after thing. And they're like, well, how much more can I endure? Like, how much more needs to happen? My goodness. I don't feel like being strong. I don't feel like, you know, this is where you have to have a truthful conversation with yourself and determine how much of this stuff is free will 
that's happening. Like how much of this is the free will of someone else colliding with you? Some of that is stuff that you can't control necessarily, right? These certain things can just happen and you didn't call it to you. You didn't plan it. uh, You didn't do anything to deserve it. You weren't too open. It's just somebody's a damn idiot and an asshole and they don't value themselves. And so they do this thing. Right. So we have that. That's a standalone that happens that way. And then you have your free will and somebody else's free will, which is like, oh, I'm choosing this trash ass situation. And then saying, oh, my God, I don't want to be strong anymore. You know what? You don't need to be strong. You need to leave it alone. Like, it's not about strength to endure something that you stepped into that you really didn't need to step into. A lot of times people have stuff. I'm just when I do one on ones with people, a lot of times people have stuff on their plate that does not belong to them. You needed to delegate it or you needed to have some boundaries and straight up say no. (laughs) But. You allowed it in your space and now you want to cry and be like, oh, I can't be strong. Well, this isn't about being strong. This is actually about your inability to set boundaries. So now you've put something on your plate and then said, I got to wear an S on my chest. Nobody asked you to do that. You chose to do that. Nobody asked you to do that. You taking on everybody else's stuff. Talking about, I'm tired of wearing an S on my chest. Nobody asked you to do that. At all. Right? And then we have those kind of, um, you know, those situations where people aren't aware of who they are, what they're designed to be, what their own strengths are, what their own weaknesses are. They don't have a good perception of self. And then they constantly assert themselves into spaces where they don't belong um, because you don't need to be included in everything. You really don't. Um And then we have people who I I see a lot of this as people don't who don't understand balance because they don't really know themselves. Right. So you're like, oh, I want to live this soft life, but it's more of a conversation of escape. I've had to endure And I don't have the social skills or the coping skills to be able to do that. Because let's face it, people of color going to therapy is, uh, it's a movement right now. It's a movement that's needed. Um, It's a movement. Um, they're going, people are going at unprecedented numbers that we've never seen before. There's more access to things. People have more money and people value going to therapy um, more than ever. Right. And so we're coming up with this idea that being soft means that you're just kind of sitting there and like, everything is great. 
And that's not true. There has to be a balance. There has to be a a balance with all of that. When you look at divine feminine archetypes, goddesses, and I'm actually going through getting back to doing my goddess work um, on the love expansion Instagram. It's the love expansion. And on Twitter, it's expand love now. When you actually get into goddess archetypes, there were so many who were warriors. Kick-ass warriors who displayed strength, willpower, um, who could destroy, destroy men, destroy other people. Like these women were fierce warriors and there was nothing wrong with having strength. Nothing. But we've put ourselves in a space where we feel like we have to constantly knock down doors or assert ourselves in spaces that don't want us, that tell us clearly we don't belong. And then you're you're upset, feeling rejected, blah, 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 on the other side of that when when it was clearly like you don't belong here. And instead of accepting that, then you tried to endure. And when it still didn't work out, now you're tired of being strong. Nobody told you to go endure that. You chose that. You chose that. And you chose it for whatever reason you felt like you needed to choose it. We don't even have to go through the reasons. Not really. This is what people do. They 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 choose to endure these spaces and it's crazy. And then it's like, oh, well, God didn't show up here. Um, you know, I, I don't. You know, and then it's like, oh, now you're victim shaming. No, that's not it. That's usually not it. That's a victim shaming becomes a, a perception based, a perspective based conversation. And people hear what they want to hear at this point they only hear what adheres to their own personal doctrine people are less apt to actually be realistic and actually hear other viewpoints or information uh take it learn it absorb it apply it people it's it's a challenge for folks to do that right now so I mean, there are centuries old doctrine that talks about suffering and what that's about. And, you know, and it it gets difficult because people are like, I just want to be soft. I don't want to deal with any of those things. Do you deserve a time out from having a hellish seven years? You for damn sure do. You should be able to go out and enjoy yourself and breathe for a brief second. But we have to start to really define things that are happening in real time with the proper identifiers. We we really got to do that. Because I think when we don't, it skews the conversation. And then we're not having the conversation that we need 
to have. You need to be soft sometimes. But sometimes you need to go in there like a tornado and blow that shit down. You just need to know when you need to do what. And you need to be comfortable in operating in all sides, right? So if you are in a space, you grew up in an environment that where you had to be the tornado, that worked. That that did what it needed to do, right? But then if you have it in you to be softer, because everybody doesn't have it to a degree, you know, we all have it, but sometimes these other things, these other outliers, it weighs a little bit more. And then on top of that, nature versus nurture, you know, what have you. So you need to know how to effectively code switch, really. I can be softer at home because I've created an environment within my home that allows that. But it doesn't mean that there aren't going to be stressful days because you like being soft at home. There's going to be some stressful days. Some days, you know, things, the money is going to be tight. You're going to have to pay for something out of pocket that you didn't anticipate. You can't just be like, I don't want to be strong anymore. No, you got shit to do. And sometimes you need to call up your inner warrior princess and have her help you handle that you need to call up your inner warrior ask her to help you endure and plow through plow through with strength it's important and then you can go back to the other side after the work gets done we just do things so out of out of balance and we do things based on aversions right I don't like this, so I'm going to go do this. Well, you know what? What if you go to do the this and it has nothing to do with what you don't like? What if doing the this is what you're supposed to be doing? So you just go do that and you don't worry about what you're avoiding. Because when you walk into things based on avoidance, You're not walking to something. You're more walking away from something. And when you walk to things, there's a different level of investment that's involved. Totally different level of investment. We have to get the concepts of free will, um, karma. uh, We have to get ideas like that. Suffering, enlightenment. These aren't things where you go and make up your own definition. These definitions already exist for centuries. And there's actually nothing wrong with them. We actually need to go back to it. We've strayed so far. We've strayed so far that we're just like, oh, let me make up these rules over here to look like what I'm doing right here. And you haven't actually examined if the thing that you're currently doing is actually functional, healthy. What you're supposed to be doing. You haven't even done any of that. And so here we are with these conversations about suffering and free will. And I need, you know, I I need to be soft. No, you need to be a mix of both. And know when to turn on one. And also know when to dial back the other.
we are made to complement one another. And this is complement, C-O-M-P-L-E-M-E-T, which means that it's someone who is a good balance for you. We're made to complement one another. We're not made to aggressively just fight and argue and find reasons to be unhappy. We we actually are supposed to live a much more happier existence. Sometimes I'm getting to the point where, you know, I mean, here I am, American black woman. I'm starting to look I'm I'm starting to look outside of my own environment and just kind of ask, well, what are other people doing? Do they have these conversations? Is this a conversation that's indigenous to the American black community? Like, or are these other communities having these conversations? Because some of it is so tainted. It's so tainted. It's like, how are we going to come out of some of this stuff? Honestly, because it feels like we're, we're just so deep down in there. Stuff is so rooted so deeply. And I don't see enough of us having conversation that is solution oriented or bare or enlightening enough to change a perspective or offer a different perspective or actually teach to a degree where it makes it feel like, okay, I could look at that and see that, or let me go look this up a little bit more. Um, you know, things don't feel application-based. So what do we do? You know, what does this soft life look like? You, you can go live your soft life. You can soften things up. Um, everything doesn't have to be hard all the time. Everything doesn't have to go hard all the time. That is very true. But at the same time, you have to know that strength is necessary. We can't do away with strength. What you can do away with is feeling like you have to be strong for everyone. That's exhausting. And that means you don't have any boundaries. And it also means you don't have a clear vision of who you're designed to be you're working all over the place in everybody else's stuff and so of course you're tired of course you're tired you ain't supposed to be over there working on that anyway so of course you're tired how do you release some of that stuff that you're doing that don't really have anything to do with you so you won't be tired when it comes to actually doing the things that you really supposed to be focused on. How do you do that? You have to know your role. You have to know who you are. You have to know who you're designed to be. You also have to know what other people, how other people uh, interpret you. Because the way that other people interpret you has a lot to do with how they approach you to 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 do things or be in their life it has a lot to do with that so if people constantly see you as strong reliable um 
typically that's 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 the person that you are and those things aren't negative attributes where it becomes seemingly negative is when everybody relies on you because you are the reliable one but you don't have boundaries enough or you're too much of a people pleaser and so everybody's relying on you but you don't know how to say no i don't have time to run all your errands because i'm focused on myself no i don't have the money to give you for yet another failed whatever i'm not coming out of the pocket for that i'm not doing that you don't know how to say no and so then you're like oh i've been too strong for too long i've been enduring too long no that's not what you're doing you're constantly acting with zero boundaries and then you're complaining that you're tired. You're tired because you're doing too much. It's like you work in your full-time job, but now you've taken on three part-time jobs. And then you want to be like, oh, I'm so tired. I mean, do those part-time jobs pay? Do the times coordinate? Um, are you losing money? Are you breaking even? What are you netting? from adding those other part-time jobs? Or do you need to keep the three part-time jobs, rearrange your schedule, work your schedule the way that you need to and get rid of the full-time one that might actually be in your way? See, all these things are perspective-based and they require that you advocate for yourself and it requires that you know what you need so you can advocate for yourself. So you can set boundaries. So you can say, you know what? I got to walk out of this job right at this time. No, I'm not staying for overtime because it's not mandatory. No, I'm not doing that because I have to pick my own kids up and I'm not going to endure a late fee because you want me to stay after work, but you ain't about to pay me to stay after work. And But I'm going to have to pay out a late fee. No. Softness, living a life of softness doesn't mean that you won't endure. It doesn't mean that there aren't bumps in the road. It means that when the bumps come in the road, you know how to roll through them with grace and strength and intuitive ability and discernment. That's what a soft life really is. It's not us avoiding Things that are uncomfortable. We don't avoid those things. We see them head on because that's what goddess energy does. It's what it does. Divine feminine energy, which has nothing to do with gender, sees a situation and they come through it peacefully. But that means that there, that means that there's a little war. Right? Things get settled, but that means that there was a little bit of war. Something popped off and you had to choose peace. Choosing peace means that there's an alternative. You have to choose that peace. That means something else exists there in that space. When you chose that peace, when you made that conscious decision to stay the road, stay the course, 
and continue to move through. We didn't sidestep all the stuff and just be like, I'm living a soft life over here. I'm just going to sidestep this. No, some of that stuff you got to go through. Because karmically, we all have lessons and we all have things, spaces where we need to apply things. We have, Things happen. So you can't just be like, I'm over here living a soft life. I'm not, you know, this is stressful. No, you have to actually address that. And sometimes you have to address things with hellfire. Everything can't be addressed through the soft life. You need some hellfire. So I want you to walk away from this episode today with a sense of having an understanding that there needs to be balance. You can't just lean all towards one thing because you're tired of something else. You were out of balance when you was using, when you were living in the something else. So now you can't go over here and be out of balance because this other thing just feels different than what you're used to. Got to know how to code switch. Got to know how to use your spiritual team. Tap in. Where's your support? I think this is a conversation that we can have ongoing. It's an idea that I think will constantly kind of process and develop in a certain way. But um, I'd love to know your thoughts. You can email me at 3Lovelightlucid at gmail. Please follow the love expansion on Instagram and expand love now on Twitter. And um, tell me what you think about this episode, especially if you're talking amongst yourselves um, with your group and your friends while you're listening. I want to know a little bit more about what you think about some of the stuff that I posed today. Thanks for coming to this episode of Coconut Oil Stardust and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela, signing off.